Hello and welcome to a special edition of Starside Chat. Uh, my name is Aaron. With me as always is Zach. How's it going, Zach? Good, because it is Summer Games Fest Yes, week. it is fake E3 week. We are convening early. Uh, we usually record on Saturdays, but we decided to record on Thursday today because this is directly after the first couple events of Summer Games Fest. The is it called Summer Games Fest Live? What's the main event called? Is it just Summer Games Fest? Kickoff? Yeah, I mean Summer Games Fest is more like the umbrella. I yeah. do think it's Summer Games Fest Live is or is maybe the So I feel like they used to call it like opening night or yeah, whatever. Well, but... wasn't isn't opening night Gamescom? Yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Regardless, of. uh Keeley's big two-hour thing happened, and then there was the Day of the Devs that happened directly after that, and then there was an hour break, and then there was a very short uh, Devolver Digital thing that was 30 minutes and, like, four games. But we're convening today so that we can talk about all this, and then there will be more to talk about this weekend. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're coming in pretty hot. I don't think either of us took super extensive notes on things so we might jump around a little bit but just like off the top what was your favorite thing that you saw at a summer games fest opening night live kickoff event unnamed kickoff event yeah that's a good question um i was surprised to see that that genshin impact studio you mentioned with that zenless zone zero Mm. game had another game it's not just yeah Zenless that Zone also was Zero. surprising to me they're really cranking them out it, it, i mean they must have made so much money oh, on yeah. genshin impact I'm sure. that they're just like go ahead go nuts make as many games as you want it's a powerhouse I'm kind of i'm kind of curious how similar they're going to be because like every now and then like i remember years ago there was this like popular sort of mobile like sort of mmo rpg that was like fantasy based and that game like kicked off and did really well so they made like essentially a carbon copy of that that was like space Mm sci-fi and then they made a carbon copy of that that was like some other theme and they just made like a whole bunch of those and they were basically the same game but they just had like a different skin on them and so i'm almost wondering if maybe that's the direction they're going with this but yeah i don't know so the zoneless zone zone of zendless Whatever it is. Zenless Zone Zero. Yeah, that's the one we were talking about, I think, last week or the week before. I'm interested in that. It seems like you can be a bear with a rocket launcher and see where that goes. The one they talked about. The combat did look cool. It looked very cool. Uh, The one they talked about today was in space. It was called, like, uh, what was it? Honkai Star Rail. Star Rail, yeah. yeah. I don't know how you say it. Some sort of train space game. Space RPG, anime art style. I mean, that was the takeaway. It's interesting. Probably coming after Zenless Zone Zero? I think so. I think that's Zenless Zone Zero is, I think, the next thing they have queued up. Um, well, and interestingly, their their whole thing is like, this is going to be on every platform, yeah. including mobile. And it's a little mind-blowing because you go, well, they've essentially made, uh, with Genshin Impact, they essentially made Breath of the Wild that you can play on a mobile. It like, is crazy. Touchscreen. Yeah. I think I am. I'm inching closer and closer. I know I say this every week now, but I'm inching closer and closer to downloading Genshin Impact. Uh, but I've not done it yet. You should, and you should try it out. It is free to play, yeah. so you can try it out and then like report back on your findings from that. 
So let's let's start this off. Uh, I mean, I can go down the list. I did actually try to make a list of everything that happened or they showed. And we don't have to talk about everything in detail, but we can just sort of rapid fire kind of uh, list them off. And then you can uh, stop me when you when I get to something interesting. Yeah. So Street Fighter five or sorry, six. six. They that was the very first thing. And they announced Guile. So that's cool. Which I think everybody expected. But yeah, yeah that's cool. Now he, we get to see his like modern look or whatever. Aliens Dark Descent. What did you think of this? I I've, I feel like everybody went with like sort of a sci-fi horror yeah. thing. Like that's like a the space. hot genre right now. I think a lot of headlines this coming week will say like Summer Games Fest, all about space games this year. Um, I don't know. I... I'm not a huge Aliens fan. I agree. But but um I think that what was it that Alien like survival game? Alien it's Isolation. Like first person. Isolation. That one was the the one that I think is the coolest. Yeah. Uh I watched somebody play like through that almost the entire game and it was uh pretty captivating. I don't think it's something I would play but I don't know, kind of cool. Yeah, this, next year. this seems like a uh, like a Left for Dead style game, kind of where you're like in a. I would assume it's like a a co- like a team co op style thing, and you have to get into a place. And there's Which also I feel zombies. Like they did recently. Yes, I think they. I think wasn't Colonial Marines like that? There was a, an Aliens game just within like the last year or two. Yeah, I can't that remember what was that was like called. Co op survival. Um, it was basically Left for Dead, but third person it came and went um yeah it came and went and nobody was too into it it seemed like callisto protocol on the other hand i'm not super into scary games but the production values of this thing were off the charts yeah so this former dead space developer um has seems to have similar like dismemberment where you can like shoot them in like the limbs and sort of if you hit them in the kneecap you basically take their leg out and And you get dismembered like crawl after you also like your player characters also very graphically getting very very gory um like mortal Kombat style like death animations upsettingly graphic yes It's but very also much seemed like maybe you have some like controls esque like telekinesis ability. Well, that was the case in um, Dead Space as well. You got your little oh, like it? time freeze thing. Uh, so I mean, it's it's very Dead Space. You've got the thing on the back of your neck that's your health. Like you said, you can shoot people's limbs and they fall off. Dead Space also had the very graphic death animations where you could you just like watched a thing kill you. I don't remember what those were called. Deadites or. What were they called? Necromorphs? I don't remember. But anyway, whatever the things were called in Dead Space, uh, I'm sure they will have a name for these things in Callisto Protocol. Yeah. But it is like just like super next-gen, high-fidelity Dead Space. Uh, like yeah, it was maybe the most next-gen looking thing that they showed yeah. the entire show. Well, you say that. What, do you, what did you think about this Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 extended gameplay trailer? Uh, it looks like Call of Duty. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's coming out October 28th, but I, I don't know. I, I'm so out on Call of Duty. Yeah. This didn't really do anything for me. Great graphics, but also, like, yeah, I've seen this uh, a million times. You're, like, going on a mission with a bunch of people, and you have to, like, clear out uh, doors and corners and things like that. 
pretty I think it would have been more interesting to see gameplay from some sort of multiplayer mode yes. rather than the campaign. I mean, it's cool that it's there because I think, wasn't it Call of Duty that maybe took the campaign away one year and everybody got upset about it? And so they yes, it, back it was only was multiplayer. Deal. So, I mean, it's cool that it's there. It probably should be there, but like that, I, I feel like these days that's not what sells Call of Duty. Yeah. Um,. Next up, there was Flashback 2. Yes. Do you have any affinity for this? Did you play a Flashback back in the day? I did not. It looked cool, though. I think I watched... There was, like, a YouTube uh, YouTuber that I maybe used to follow that did a playthrough of it, and it seemed... I may be remembering something else. Um, was there... There might, it was another game that had a similar art style to this, where you were running around... And, uh, like, the jump animation was very slow, and you really had to time your jumps. But this looked interesting. I As I was watching, I was like, man, this I don't know how easy this will be to control, because the perspective kept changing. Like, it was 2D for a while, and then it was 3D, and then it was head-on. So I don't know. I'm interested to see this played more, but uh, it's... it's uh, I, 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 I've never heard of a, a flashback if I... I'm trying to remember what that thing was that I watched on YouTube. I don't think it was flashback now that I'm looking at more pictures of this. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about the franchise, but seemed interesting to me as well. Hit me with that next one. Witchfire. So this is coming to the Epic Game Store in early access soon. It looked to me like Destiny. Yeah. Like first-person shooting, like just that sort of quality of like smooth animations. Mm-hmm. Um, but like not sci-fi. It's uh, coming um, to the a... Epic Game Store in early access soon. Yeah. So this, um, another one of the things that looked interesting to me. Uh, I, I agree. I'm very curious to see like more from this game. It looked cool. I liked all the weird witch guns. It kind of reminded me of uh, Peacemaker. Did you ever play that? No. Peacemaker was a game that came out kind of like it was a little similar to Serious Sam in that it was kind of just hordes of enemies running at you, but you had weird old style guns. One of them was like a, I think like a stake shooter, like a like a vampire stake shooter. Um, but it get, had that feel for me, except like uh, Peacemaker was very bare bones, similar to uh, Serious Sam, where level, levels were giant because a ton of things were running at you. And this seemed more definitely like uh, it's another one of those next gen game. We're in the next generation. Everything looks super nice. Everything's running on Unreal Five, uh, so it looks nice. Um, I might check this yeah, out. If it's super like super smooth frame rate for sure. If it's a if it's a cheap game, or if I can somehow get it for free, if it's on like Game Pass or something, if I subscribe to that, this could be something I would. Especially if it has good co op. If you can play this with a friend, I think that would be great. Yeah, I'm curious if it's like linear or if it's like uh you know level based or like what the deal is yeah. but i definitely liked the look of the game i liked uh how smooth the animations were and so yeah i'll definitely check this out fort solace was that the next thing yeah so this is a sci-fi story driven mystery thriller starring troy baker and uh i forget his name but the the guy from red dead redemption 2 roger clark yes um and they came up on stage after the the trailer and talked to jeff Keeley for a little while 
about the game and he and uh, Troy Baker said that uh, they pitched him the game saying it was like Dead Space meets Duncan Jones's Moon, which is I think is a really interesting Ooh, combo. I'm glad that you were listening to it. I muted for all of the weird interview segments. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a really interesting That is combo, very cool. So, I yeah, like this. It I'm, seems like there's not going to be a lot of combat. It's just going to be problem or puzzle solving detective work which i think is a very interesting idea yeah like what if it's like um what was that game where you're on this like watchtower um in like yellowstone park or oh whatever? yes yes oh man what was that called yeah it has the guy from Mad Men in it firewatch yeah firewatch yeah what if it's like that but a little bit more uh, sinister and like in space. I'm very into that. It probably will have a better ending than that game. Yeah. So, I mean, very curious about this. Very game. cool. Now, this next one, had you heard of Routine? I had not. I had heard of it. Actually, when we were first making this YouTube channel, I, I don't remember if I did pitch this to you or not, but I wanted to do uh, a series on games where I wasn't sure whatever happened to them. And I, but I could only really think of Routine. Maybe there was like one other. Mm. But when this game came out, the, the I feel like I, this was like 10 years ago. I watched a trailer for this and it like blew my mind. It was so cool. Uh, I'll try to find some old trailers from when it was first announced. But it was, it was like in space. What I understood was it was going to be a run-based game where you would... Uh, be doing multiple runs in this uh, area, kind of like a roguelike. But what really enamored, uh, I really enjoyed the like uh, computers in it. Like all the computer screens were super old school, kind of alien isolation esque. Uh, and you had cool that gun you can like look through and see the sight through uh, was in the original game. And uh, you didn't really ever see the robots in the first trailer that I saw. But I remember it was like you couldn't really tell what was going on. You knew something was chasing you and you were in like knee deep water in whatever you were, this space station. And you could hear it like running through the water really fast. Cause it was robotic and it was great, but then nothing ever came of it. I think it was, I think I like bookmarked the, the website of the developer and the developer was like just two guys or like maybe a team mm. of three people in England and they would give like updates sometimes, but then they just sort of stopped. So I think they just like got busy or decided game development wasn't for them. I thought it was never coming back. And so when I saw this, I was like super, I didn't know what it was until he pulled that gun up with the tele, uh, television screen on the back of it. I was like, oh my God, this is routine. But uh, Do you know about that gun? It, like, do you actually shoot at them? Because it, it almost for a second seemed to me like that one like spooky horror game where you just have a camera you don't actually have like a weapon well that was just like hold it up to like see stuff it was an interesting conceit because in the original trailer they never really showed you the robots and so it was like really kind of shaky camera and when the main character held the gun up you pretty much were only looking through the television screen so like and it was all like staticky and kind of like low resolution. So when he was looking at the enemies, you couldn't even really tell what they were. And it made it even creepier. Now you can barely clearly see their super high resolution robot Android things. But mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see. It was also, I remember you had like a uh, handheld computer thing that you pulled like a big 
connector out of and it had like a big thick cable and he like stuck it into a computer and you could like click around on the computer screen and it the UI of the computers was really fascinated me but this is actually I think my game of the show because uh, I was just oh, really? I was blown away that this was coming back I I audibly <laughs> gasped when I realized what it was <laughs> yeah I guess you would have to if it uh like was unveiled like that long ago and just like went completely dark and now it's like suddenly back again. I think it was like in like 2011 or 2012. It was a long, it was like right when I moved up to Cedar Rapids, I feel like. Now it it almost kind of made me think of Westworld because it's that idea of like um, evil robots sort of chasing you. Like the original uh, Westworld. Oh yeah, yeah. a, a, A big part of that movie is just like, the main character trying to flee from this like robot that's out to like kill him. (laughs) Well, who knows what this game is now? Like I originally, I believe it was pitched as sort of a roguelike where you're constantly going into this abandoned moon base, but it could very well just be like a, a story driven narrative game. Now I'll be very interested to see more information about it, but uh, yeah, I, I was very excited for this. Do you like The Rock? Not anymore, I guess. Like, uh, <laughs> I used to really enjoy following him on Instagram, and uh, I liked his movies, like the Fast and the Furious movies he was really good in, and there were a couple, there was like maybe a two or three year period where I was all about The Rock, and then he started mm-hmm. kind of like shilling his tequila on his Instagram, and I was like, well, I don't really want to see this, and then he like came out and said a couple of like kind of weird things on Twitter where he was on the wrong side of issues. And I was kind of like, well, maybe he just doesn't know what he's talking about. He seems like a nice guy. Uh, but now it seems like he's just uh, a like businessman, and I am yeah. not into it. Yeah, he like showed up in a pretty bizarre, like clearly recorded video yeah. where he rambled for like several minutes to basically promote some energy drink. Zoa. Uh, and I, <laughs> I was like, what? what is this? And then it suddenly became like him promoing uh, the black Adam movie that's coming out later this year. The craziest part about this is that, so did you watch that black Adam trailer when it came out on like yesterday or the day before? No, I watched it and it was fine. The one they showed at the game awards was edited down in a crazy way. It was like half the length where like scenes were like one or two seconds longer in the original trailer and they cut out, like just silent parts. It was like they that thing they used to do, or they uh, people revealed that uh, they would like speed up episodes of Seinfeld so that they could play more commercials in a thirty minute period. You know, it was very similar yeah. to that, where they like cut this trailer down to where it was like maybe like three quarters of the length, and then he like then there was another trailer directly after it, and he didn't really even talk. Like Keely was just like moved on and talked about the trailer after it. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really weird. Um, but yeah, I think The Rock has reached a point of oversaturation. I agree. Where uh, it's to the point where I I kind of like I watched that trailer and I was like, this is just The Rock. This isn't whatever this DC character is. I don't think it was scripted either because there was a part where he was like, yeah, you know what? Also, you know cheese pizzas i'm always delivering cheese pizzas and it was like what is he talking about this makes no sense (laughs) for the first like 30 seconds of it i had no idea what was happening i was like is he just here to like 
be the rock and promote energy drinks like why why is this happening and that was really the only like movie thing that i mean it's summer games fest i don't really know keely was probably just like well i gotta get some star power i know i the rock seems to be super willing to advertise anywhere so why not um, then they probably paid keely a, a pretty oh, yeah. good amount to get their I'm trailer sure. in i also games fest. i don't know anything about fortnite what is the foundation why is the rock the foundation in fortnite I, I yeah I don't I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I also I, so who knows, but definitely the weirdest part of the show. Yeah, and then they moved on to a a promo for Outriders DLC World Slayer that's coming I think later this month. Um, and Weird. then Nintendo had like a sizzle reel where they showed off a, a few games that we already yeah, knew about. That was very weird. That probably I mean it's interesting that they allowed keely to have that little sizzle reel but it did not add anything like there weren't any yeah there wasn't any new information it was just like two or three it's like back one of back. those quick little like recap things they do at the end of a show yeah. after they've like announced a bunch of stuff and they're they just like do a sizzle reel where they show it all again but in like little clips back and forth um it was like that but like without the preceding like here's the trailers what do you think about stormgate uh I'm not really an RTS guy. Yeah. Is it an RTS? Yeah. They were talking about how, uh, so you probably didn't hear this because you mute the yes. like talking segments. Can't but, handle so this. He was talking about how this is uh, an RTS from former Blizzard people, like people oh. who worked on, um, uh, oh gosh. Starcraft? I'm blanking. Yeah, Starcraft. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you like RTSs, this is probably one to watch out for. It's, there's a beta coming next year, but um, interesting that it's you know a beta from or a beta uh, an RTS from like former StarCraft developers. So. Yeah, one of the best. Yeah. Um, then High Water coming out this year at some point no specific date given it's an indie adventure strategy game about climate change i guess yeah it seems like kind of a uh a road story where like you've got a boat and you're slowly collecting people and you're i think you're probably trying to get to some place that's safe there's like a uh a radio broadcast at the beginning of the trailer saying like hey there's a rumor that all the super rich are trying to get off this world and they're gonna launch into (laughs) outer space and then they start playing this original song, I think, for this game. But I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. you're trying to get to a rocket ship or something. Yeah. I mean, the art style looked kind of cool, but I didn't get a good sense of what you were doing in the game. I think it's mostly going to be a walk around style game. Yeah. It, it does seem like uh, like one of those games that's built around the idea of, okay, climate change is an issue and like corporate greed is an issue let's just like shape a game around those <laughs> ideas speaking of interesting graphics what do you think of this american arcadia i did like the the graphics of this yeah. so this is some sort of like uh what is that jim carrey movie gosh i'm like forgetting the name of truman everything show? today truman show this is a, a truman show game basically <laughs> where it seemed like there's somebody on the outside uh, but you're basically, it seems like you're in some sort of dome thing where they're like curating this experience for mm-hmm. this one The perfect person. city. And he's like trying to get out, but um, they keep like 
Um, and it's all televised, so it's also like a, a TV show, apparently. Um, interesting idea. They said it was coming soon, but they were not more specific than that. Yeah, I, I'm a little interested in this. It was kind of giving me, I mean, it's not sinister at all, I feel like. It's very bright colors, but a little bit it was reminding me of Inside, just a little bit, because it's kind of a side-scroller oh, at times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it will be one of those things where you're progressing through this narrative story, but it is kind of a side-scrolling deal. So if it is like that, uh, I could maybe be interested in this. I would love another. And I'm waiting for that Somerville, which, by the way, I guess we should say this now. None of our predictions came true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, they released, uh, I think it was maybe Keeley released earlier this week. I Probably even like the day I finally uploaded that podcast uh, that we recorded on Saturday. Uh, and he was like, it's don't be disappointed like calibrate your expectations yeah. this is mostly stuff that we already know about and so at that point it was just like oh man yeah i just uploaded a podcast <laughs> where we had a bunch of predictions for like all these crazy new things they were going to announce and now pretty much he's confirming that none of that's going to be true <laughs> let's talk about this next thing did it fool you because i gotta tell you i was completely fooled by this Oh, really? You weren't anticipating Goat Simulator 3? No, I for sure thought, like, they did a good job of pretending that it was Dead Island 2. And I was like, man, this is a crazy... Because yeah. I, I was primed for that because Routine had just been revealed. I was like, man, he's getting a lot of old-style games. But uh, then, all of a sudden, it was Goat Simulator 3, which I was very... <laughs> it, it, I laughed at it because uh, it really, really... It got me, and... uh it was a, a funny trailer, yeah. I'll give them that. And, and I did, like, my initial thought was, ooh, are they going back to Dead Island? Yeah. Like, is that happening? And then uh, goats started appearing. I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> I'm interested in this. I never played the first one, um, but who knows what crazy things they're going to... It had a long tail, a Goat Simulator did. Mm. Uh, I also I think it's funny that they called it Goat Simulator 3 when Goat Simulator 2 does not exist. Um, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that. <laughs> when you Google Goat Simulator 2, Google, like, the first question it asks is, like, uh, does Goat Simulator 2 exist? And then if you drop that down, it just says no. Goat Simulator 3 <laughs> is the next game in the series. Uh, That's awesome. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I would check this out. I'm definitely going to watch people play it on YouTube because I'm sure it's going to be insane. Um, yeah. I did that. That's mostly how I interacted with Goat Simulator is I just watched a ton of people I follow play it and laugh at it. But... I might actually check this out if it's cheap because I know Goat Simulator is always like super discounted whenever there's a Steam sale. Mm-hmm. Midnight Suns. Do you care about superhero games? Not really. I will say that I have an affinity for uh, these like strategy style, like fire, uh, fire how do you say it? Firefaraxis? I want to say oh, fire axis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the alien one? He just talked about it on the show. Enemy unknown. XCOM. Oh, yeah, yeah. XCOM. I was big into the old style XCOM, like way, way back in the day, the one that came out in like the 90s. Uh, I never played the new ones, but I liked watching them play, uh, be played just because they're, the strategy involved is very interesting to me. Uh but I probably will not play this. I don't super care about superhero games. What about you? The Hulk is in it. He's got horns. Yeah, I mean, 
I uh, I'm probably more interested in this than the the DC like uh, yeah. Gotham Knights game that's also coming out. Spoilers they, for I later. Think they showed something, but uh, yeah, I don't anticipate playing <laughs> this game either. I, I don't know the like I, I want to play that Mario and Rabbids game, but I don't know mm. that I'm huge on um, that XCOM style yeah. of strategy games. Though I do like um, some kind of strategy games, like. Um, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yes, that's, that's a great a, example, actually. Yeah, that's, that's a kind great of a, a strategy system. game that I enjoyed. So, you know, I do I can enjoy those on occasion, but it's not like a genre I'm super into. Uh, what's up next? Cuphead DLC coming uh, June 30th. Uh, finally put a release date on that. Um, Neon White also finally got a release date, June 16. That game looks crazy. Yeah, it looks crazy, yeah. I uh, I thought this already came out, but I guess it has not. Um, it's just been so long since they announced it that it's one of those g- games that kind of got forgotten about a little bit. What about uh, this Midnight Fight Express? How did this seem to you? One guy, one Polish yeah. father crazy that one person one polish uh, father developed it it did say they flashed up these little title cards that said co-writer of destiny 2 the witch queen and the stuntman of god of war 2018 which i didn't understand like yeah there's one person development team like i don't know what's going on with that (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know how that how that adds up but regardless um there's a pc demo going live uh, soon, if not already, and um, I don't know. What'd you think? It seemed fine. Not something I'm super interested in. Uh, the art style was cool, I guess, but uh, yeah, this isn't just another one that I was just like, all right, this is fine. This is good filler. It's not offensive to me. Yeah, I was, I was not anti this game, but I'm also not like rushing to add this to my wish list. You know what uh, seems then they, crazy is Warframe. <laughs> what is going yeah. on in that game? I have no clue. And it's still going. I remember them showing this as like a free to play game, like back when I think the PS4 and Xbox One were first coming out. It has and, continued uh, to be supported. It's it's got it's, a yeah, ton of content. Stuck with it. And but these days I feel like because it is like this ongoing thing. I almost I, I don't know like if you were to log in to Warframe for the first time today. Like, I don't know what it would look like. Yeah. Would you still have to, like, run through all this, this stuff from, like, day one Warframe? Well, because, like, I believe it started out as a thing where you would drop into missions similar to Strikes and Destiny. And, like, that was how you interacted with the game. And there was maybe, like, a hub world where you, like, uh, talked to NPCs. But then I believe a couple of years ago, they created, like, a patrol area where you could just, like, go out into the world, even more like Destiny, and now there's like a horse you can ride that's a robot. I don't like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I am out of the loop when it comes to Warframe, but it's still going strong, I guess. So then we got to the Hoyoverse corner where they talked about we talked about this earlier, but that Honkai Star Rail and then Zenless Zone Zero. Both of these were intriguing to me, I have to say. Um having not dipped yeah, my toe they, yet into their universe. They did look cool. Um, so I will see, uh, I'll like keep an eye on this and see how they go, how they come out. But Shredder's Revenge, is this something you would pick up if it was on Game Pass perhaps? Oh no, this is a PlayStation exclusive. 
Is it a PlayStation exclusive? I think it's coming to Switch. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is coming to Switch. Is this something you're um, interested in? Kind of. It's so it's coming out. They finally put a release date on it. I think previously they did, they were just saying summer. So uh, next week. Yeah. As we're recording this, June 16th. There are a couple of things um, that are coming out June 16th. I realized there were like two or three games that said they were coming out June 16th. Yeah, this and that neon white game we just talked yeah. about, but um. Yeah, the, I want the soundtrack. Even if I end up not playing the game, like the soundtrack for this game. Every time I, I watch gameplay or like a trailer, I'm like, oh, this is like classic, um, like Super NES um, music that is great. Um, but there, I don't, I'm not like a super, you know, TMNT fan. It was like one of those things that I was like, certainly aware of Mm. as a kid in the 90s but like i was never like a huge fan of it but like i don't know old school brawlers every now and then i can enjoy them Mm. and just for that music i don't know maybe i will pick it up and play they announced are you excited that they revealed that you can play as casey jones Again, I don't like I'm not that familiar with <laughs> Team NT. It was just like one of those things that I was vaguely aware of growing up. So I don't have like a ton of nostalgia for the franchise or the series like but maybe I will pick it up and play it. What's up next? Super People, a oh. battle royale. Yes. So this came out this was in early access for uh, a long time. I feel like it came out like a year ago, maybe not that long ago, but I was watching people play it on Twitch. Seems like oh, really? uh, PUBG, but you are collecting like pills or like uh, power ups that make you more like you have crazy powers, like you can jump super far or teleport or do a bunch of crazy things. But um, was this? It's getting a console release, I guess, or what was the main news about this? It was not clear to me. But I also didn't know that this game had come out previously, so... I, maybe it's still in early access, but I feel like everybody was playing it, uh, man, like six months... It was a while ago, and then everyone kind of shifted mm. over to playing Apex and other stuff, but it kind of fell by the wayside. I guess they're having a content drop, or I don't know what the deal is, but this seems fine. Something something new. <laughs> uh, and then they showed uh, DLC for Humankind, and also, I think... It's coming out on like other platforms. Was this a Stadia like timed exclusive? Because this Possibly. came out last year. Yeah. So now it's um, coming out on I think everything. I think even Switch. Yeah. No, not Switch. So if you like that um, like Civilization style game, this is one to check out. Uh, One Piece. Do you is like that... One Piece? I will say that I want to like One Piece. I've watched the first like seventy episodes, and then I kind of fell off of it. But I I appreciate it, and I am interested in its lore. And I think it is a good show, but it is also over one thousand episodes. Yeah, um, that's <laughs> it's so daunting that I think that's why I've not picked it up. But I do think it's cool, and I like it, and I this game is interesting to me. But I probably will not play it just because I am not like there were. When I stopped watching it, the crew of the, I don't even remember the name of the ship, uh, did not include what appears to be a living skeleton named Brooks, or uh, I don't know who that black-haired girl is. Her name was like Robin, I think. I don't know who any of these people are. Um, (laughs) The last person to join the crew when I was watching was, man, to talk about One Piece lore makes you sound like an insane person, but (laughs) the last person that joined the crew when I was watching 
was a reindeer who ate a human human fruit and became human and was able was named Tony Tony Chopper uh, and became the <laughs> medic for the people on the ship. And that's kind of where I dropped off. Not because I thought that was crazy, but I just had other things going on. Um, I mean, I want you to say more One Piece things just because it cracks me up. <laughs> it is. It's a crazy show, I have to say. Um, but I don't know. This is. I'm. I'm interested. I think that uh, that other one, that other open world game where you were playing as just Luffy D Monkey, which is the name of the main character. Or no, Monkey D Luffy. Um, seemed cool and people seem to like it you're a rubber guy although actually you're not a rubber guy uh but um yeah uh do you have any (laughs) interest in this do you care at all not not particularly but it's yeah like you said i think it's probably a cool show but it's like there's so many episodes it's like where do i begin like i'm for sure not going to get all the way through this yeah um What's next? Soul Hacker Mario 2? Mario Striker Oh, Battle yes, Mario Strikers, League. yes. That popped up, and it was just like, didn't they already do a Nintendo thing? Weird, yeah. But here's this weird. trailer for a game that's out tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, June 10th. Um, it was interesting to me that they referred to it as... Uh, it was like... It's not exactly th- this wording, but it was like soccer-like game. Yeah. Well, because there's no like, bombs in soccer. Well, sure. But um, I did play. Uh, there's like a free demo you can download. And I tried playing through the tutorial of it. It is, There is a lot to, to the tutorial. Really? It is. Yeah. It's like many, many stages of like, try to understand this mechanic and this mechanic. <laughs> so it was too much for me. I do not think I will play this game, unfortunately. It was, it was an awful lot. But I know people love Mario Strikers, so... Hit me um, with that next what one. did you think of Metal Hellsinger, a rhythm shooter with metal music? I don't super love metal music, I have to say. So yeah, this will be a pass same. for me. But I, I appreciate the, the, guy, the guy who was talking to camera seemed like he was having a good time. So, you know, good for him. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to appeal to a certain sect of people that do like metal music. But it's uh, if they released a DLC where you could put in any kind of music, I don't know how difficult that would be. Um, that would maybe grab my interest if I could put in like a weird k-pop song or something to kill demons too <laughs> but uh yeah that would be interesting it's one of those things where it's like it this is, it might be really hard yeah. for them to like get influencers on like twitch and youtube to like pick Ooh. this up and like get people interested in it just that's because if that's copyrighted music like what do you do yeah you can't really monetize that yeah that's a really good point Unless they just like decide, all right, the whole game soundtrack, uh, it's up for grabs. It's free to use. Just, you know, have fun. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Then they showed The Quarry, which is, I believe, out now. People were, or very soon, like people were playing it and talking. I remember seeing people talk about it on, uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Saying that it was like actually really cool and really good. It's a spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Yeah, very so similar sort of, to that, I believe, in gameplay mechanics yeah. at least. Yeah, that kind of story driven game, kind of a horror game. Uh and then they showed Nightingale. Uh this is a game I'm actually kind of interested in. I don't know if it will necessarily be to my liking, but this is from uh Aaron this is Aaron Flynn's new studio. Um I forget the name of it. Starts with an I. Inflection. Inflection games. Yeah, yeah, that that's it. 
Um, and so former Bioware people from like the oh. heyday of Bioware, like back in like the Mass Effect one and two days and mm-hmm. like early Dragon Age. Um, so the new studio and basically um, it's got sort of a, you know, an old school lo- looking um, like clothing sort of what's the era of that what do you call that i guess like maybe um settling america era kind of like not conquistador but like like, sort of new world era yes new world is actually perfect that's an excellent explanation for it uh and then so you're you're crafting what they call realm cards to like activate the portal now i didn't remember so this was revealed earlier but i didn't recall there being a card system in it did you no, I don't remember seeing that either, but maybe this is like new information they're releasing. Yeah. But it seems like you're you're crafting cards and they will like sort of influence maybe what's in like through the portal as yeah, you go through it and you're like um, going in and, and sort of fighting strange creatures and maybe gathering like resources and stuff. And it seems like maybe there's like a building element to it as well. Um, I still don't fully understand like what the game is. Yeah, it is an MMO, right? Or is it not? I, I have no clue. I'm not sure. Hmm. It might be sort of a, a like a Valheim style game. Yeah. Where you're like building sort of a a base, um, and then you're like venturing out and through these portals into these like strange areas to like gather resources and Mm. fight enemies and then you come back and you like use the resources to build stuff it could be um i'm not sure but i am this is one i'm keeping an eye on for sure uh and then next up saints row yes so they they have released on i believe most platforms except for switch uh the boss factory demo where i guess in saints row the big boss like you're just called the boss you're like the main guy of the saints row gang and so the this whole presentation was about how you can super customize your guy or girl and uh they showed a bunch of different iterations of things you can be it seems like you can be like a vampire almost they showed a picture of a guy and like recreated that guy um it seemed like maybe you can take a picture of yourself and like somehow get that into the game so that it will like make a version of you in the game so you can download this right now on playstation or xbox or pc and i think it is just like you create the i don't know if there's like after you create it you can walk around an area or something but uh they did just it's similar to what they did with uh black desert online back in the day where they just released the ability to create a character and then you could play around with that but that's fine. It's interesting. I'm not. I don't know how into this I am yet, but uh, I mean, it's it would make a great monster factory. I don't know if they're gonna wait until the actual yeah. game comes out to do that, but that's what I thought of too. I was like, I, I bet Monster Factory will do something with yeah. this. But, uh, and then they showed Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Yes. Uh, this is a sort of Left 4 Dead style, like four player co op shooter. Uh, Vermintide, I think, was very popular when it came out. I remember a lot of yeah. people playing it, and that, w- but mm-hmm. that was like the past. I don't know. There's a very rich and deep lore of Warhammer, um, and I. This seems like the present or the future era. It's not Vermintide. I think was ever like swords and sorcery era, and this yeah. seems more like people have guns. So it's like more modern era of Warhammer. 
Yeah, it definitely seemed more like almost futuristic. Yeah. Uh, in some cases, but yeah, it's coming out September 13th for PC and Xbox. It's an Xbox console exclusive. Mm. Uh, and then next up, they showed Layers of Fear coming early 2023. I don't remember what this was. <laughs> Bloober Team. That's all I remember. The name of the people that made it is Bloober Team. Bloober team. Interesting. It's like a uh, it's like a scary game. Whatever. It's oh yeah, yeah. Stuff. I I think I remember the trailer now. Yeah, scary game, not my thing. Yeah. Uh and then they showed Gotham Knights coming out late October. I'm gonna be honest, I looked at my phone during the Gotham Knights thing. Yeah. Um just not for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't didn't I wasn't super into like the graphical style of it or like and I just don't I don't really care about superheroes that much. Yeah. Uh, next up, and the last thing, the was literal Naughty last. Dog. Yes. <laughs> so, a couple of different things to talk about. Uh, they always, I mean, I think the the in the Last of Us when it came out, the multiplayer of that, I think had a pretty strong following. It was interesting because you were kind of going around. Everybody had craftable items. And uh, I remember, I forget, somebody I was talking to me when I, before I bought The Last of Us Remastered on PS4, they were like, oh man, you got to get this because the multiplayer is out of sight. It's crazy. It's so good. And I ended up never playing it. I just played the story. Mm-hmm. But everybody was always like, oh man, Last of Us Part Two. where's this multiplayer? It's going to be another great iteration of this thing that we loved back in the day. It never really happened. It's been like two years or whatever. Uh and then Neil Druckmann was like, yeah, it kind of blew up and we're making it its own thing now. Like it's not, it doesn't make sense to release it as a part of Last of Us Part Two because it's so much bigger. So it's its own game. It's got its own narrative. It has, you know, other people in this universe. It'll move the story along, I assume. Uh, and it's, they showed one piece of game art from it and they were basically just like more to come. But what did you think about this? I'm curious how they will like weave story into like a multiplayer mode. But. Yes, he said it was a very unique narrative that uh, is uh, unique to this game. So I don't know what that means. I also don't know what kind of game this is. Like, I wonder if it is a Tarkov style game. That would be interesting to me. If it was a thing where you're yeah. going into place and like there's an item economy, which would make sense for this setting. It's like not just a straight deathmatch game. If there is another hook to it, I think. That is possible. I also think there maybe could be a battle royale element, but I don't know how yeah, that would that's fit what I in thought. fiction. I don't know. I, yeah. I think Tarkov games are, that's an unexplored, there's nothing really like Tarkov right now. And uh, like the item economy, I think would really fit this setting. Um, but I'll be interested to see. I probably will play this. I got to say, if it's not uh, just like a straight multiplayer game, if there is an interesting narrative, I would definitely pick this up because Naughty Dog makes great games. Yeah, I'm curious to hear more about it. They, he said it was like the, it was a huge game. Yeah. So that made me think maybe they're going for like a giant map of some sort, and it's Could be. maybe it has some like battle royale elements to it. But. In uh, San Francisco, also we should say. Hmm. So Which they we said have not we'll, seen. They said we'll see more uh, next year about this so it's gonna be a while before we hear any more info about it now here's something do you wait did you play last of us part two i did not okay well then never mind i was gonna ask something about the plot (laughs) but i can look it up later uh 
then uh what else they talked about the tv show for a while and showed some stills from it i don't know about you um but i get a lot of people filming them filming last of us series on tiktok uh i'll get like people up in buildings like zooming in on pedro pascal like running through uh, a bunch of like broken down cars or like talking to the person who's playing ellie um but they said the last day of filming is like tomorrow so it's gotta be coming soon and he was like very cagey about it keely was like oh so this is coming like next year and neil Druckmann was like uh you'll hear more about it soon so maybe it's gonna get released <laughs> this year who knows yeah hard to say they uh they also said that um troy baker and i forget her name but actually voice actress yeah they're they have small parts in the show as some characters that they were not specific about um and also neil Druckmann directed one of the episodes and they are remaking the last of us part one from the ground up for next gen consoles the definitive edition of last of us part one yeah and it's coming later this year like not too far away actually yeah september 2nd um, did this surprise you like i it didn't seem to me like they needed to yeah i feel like the definitive edition just came out like two or three years ago so i mean great that it's on ps5 and it like looks super nice but i don't know i don't know this is not necessarily a game i need to play again like i would maybe play a drake's uncharted yeah. again but uh it's just like it's just too uh, dark, I feel like, to play more than two yeah. times one time. So For I sure. Mean, That's my thought as well. Like, if they... I would certainly replay, like, a remade uh, Uncharted game before yeah. I would replay a Last of Us game. But, I mean, that's cool. I'm sure with the show, a bunch of people are going to want... Because, I mean, the show is not Last of Us Part 2, but it's definitely rooted in Last of Us Part 1, so... I mean, yeah, it's that's a, a good point. Good synergy um, for people who watch the show and like it and want to play the original, but they only have a next gen console. Which I mean, maybe the release date that they gave for the remake is some sort of hint as to when the show is going to pop up on HBO Max. That would be crazy. So another weird thing happened. Uh, Keeley was like, "Oh, so like anything else going on?" And Neil Druckmann was like, "I don't know, man. Seems like I'm working on something." And Keely was like, what are you working on? And Druckmann was like, I don't know. And then Keely was like, okay, sounds good. So, like, <laughs> something else is happening, I guess. I guess he's working on something, but that's uh, that's all he had to say about it. Do you think, here's a little thought experiment, um, definitely there's going to be a Last of Us Part 3. With the way the second one ended, I feel like they really need to wrap wrap it up, wrap a bow on it and put that series to rip to, be, uh, to bed. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any more Uncharted games. They definitely could make more, but I feel like the series ended on a really good note with the last one. It was called A Thief's End. Um, what do you think the next Naughty Dog thing is going to be? Do you think it's going to be Last of Us 3, or do you think it's going to be some new IP? What do you think Druckmann's working on? The last Uncharted of Us. Whoa. A crossover <laughs> event in which... Nathan Drake is in a post-apocalyptic uh, it's post-apocalypse but he's still out there going after all of those ancient like old things that's interesting um but no I, I have no idea I, I wonder if they 
do something like wildly different. Like I think that, I think it's. I'm... I don't think it'll be a, an Uncharted. I think it is between something wildly new and different and Last of Us Part Three, because I feel like yeah. they are done writing Last of Us Part Three. I feel like with two similar to Back to the Future Two, how it ended with the lead up to Back to the Future Three. This is another example of something where they made two and they know exactly where three is going to go, I feel like. Oh, um, okay. So you think they could easily like make Uncharted, or Uncharted, uh, The Last of Us Part 3. I think so. Next. Especially if the show does well. Um, if they're just going to, the synergy is going to be there to just be like, well, guess what? More Last of Us. But I think you're right. It could also be a brand new IP. It's something new to start with. They've definitely been making well, Uncharted for long enough. They seem to have like such a particular type of game mm. that I almost don't know that I see them going in a wildly different direction. Like they could do something in that vein, but like just in a different setting. Oh yeah, I agree. It'll definitely be a third person action adventure with like very great like net narrative story and like, driven. Yeah. yeah. But who knows? I mean, we could see something um, that's in space. Seems like everything's in space these days. Yeah, space horror, you know. Um, horror would be interesting. And that was it. That was it for Summer Games Fest Live. Yes. So as far as my scorecard, uh, it did not really deliver on my three favorite things. There was yeah. not a first thing that you didn't know what it was, and then it revealed what it was. They had some good reveals in the middle, but I would not say there were like great, crazy world premieres or enough of them, I should say. And there was not a one more thing. He kind of was just like, that's it. We're done talking to uh, Neil Druckmann. So, like, here's what else is happening. So, I don't know. Um, What are your overall thoughts on this thing? He did say to keep expectations lower. and To sort of calibrate your expectations. So, you know, I can't, like, it's not like he was teeing up for this massive show and, and getting everybody's expectations just off the charts only to deliver on... Yeah. Something that was fairly underwhelming, but I mean, uh, for what for what was available, I guess he did fine. But yeah, I, I do think the format of, you know, doing like a, an interesting opener leading into the show and then like, you know, having something to to have a one more thing at the end. Yeah, like that's those, sort of bare, so bare minimum the elements that you need for a show like this. Now here's something interesting. He did also say, guess what? Next year, Summer Games Fest is also happening digital and in person in June. And I just mm-hmm. saw an article that E3 says they're coming back next yeah. year in June. So it's going to be a head-to-head and I really wonder what's going to happen. I feel like Keeley has December nailed down. He's the only he's the only thing going on. Like the game awards are just cemented now. If something happens every year, people are interested in it. He's gonna continue to do it. It's gonna be great. But right. I don't know. This this first part of June is contested. Like if E three comes back they, next year. They gotta try to one up each other. Yeah. Like who's gonna get all the who's gonna get Sony and Microsoft? Like right now Keeley has the brand. Like yeah. Everything is Summer Games Fest right now, but will Microsoft and Sony go back to E3 and be like the E3 branded press conferences? I don't know. It's I really wonder what's going to happen in a year from now. Yeah, and what style will they they Great do question. with E3? Yeah, I don't know. Will they go back to the old style E3 of like uh, staged press conferences, and will they they get like Sony and Microsoft to come back, or I don't know. um, 
you know, how's that going to play out? But yeah, they, it seemed like Keeley did make somewhat of an effort to have that sort of E3 like stage presence mm. feel to certain parts of the show. Like I think they would, they would bring out a dev like either before or after the trailer ran and they would just talk about it for a little bit and then they'd be like, here's some gameplay. Yeah. And so like, so there were there were moments in the show that did sort of feel like an old you know e3 show as good as you could do for you know where we're at right now (laughs) um but uh so i guess i give him some credit for that but uh yeah otherwise not the the best sort of summer game or e3 uh show i've seen but you know I so I, I had um, the the day of the de- day of the devs was directly afterward on the same stream. So I I had that on kind of in the background because I was looking up some stuff about Summer Games Fest. But the most interesting I saw out of that, I was glancing over every once in a while. They they talked about a game called Animal Well, which is a Metroidvania pixel art style game, which right away is in my wheelhouse. But you're like a little dude. You're like a little circle, and it's very pixel arty, but it has like. Uh, the dev was talking about how he has upgraded. He's using uh, like lighting, a lighting engine, and he's really. It looks like a simplistic game because the art, the palette is very dark, but uh, it does have that like uh, cool lighting that goes along with things. That's interesting. You don't usually see that in a pixel art game. Um, but I love a Metroidvania, and I love pixel art, and this looked interesting to me. And the music also looked really cool. Um, that that's maybe the only thing I really want to talk about at Games uh, Day of the Devs. Did you you said you had something you saw that was interesting there? Yeah, I liked what I saw of Planet of Lana. Yes, yeah, that did look cool. Coming to Xbox and PC later this year, they, they kind of described it as a little bit of like a, a limbo inside mm-hmm. or little mm-hmm. nightmares type of a game, where it's like a side-scrolling, like story-driven game. Very uh, but like beautiful, with a, with a vibrant, f- with like a far lighter tone. To yeah, like the uh, to the uh, to everything, the setting and everything. Um, very uh, beautiful art, um, and you have this. You, you play. A character who's running around you have this like cat like creature with you who can like uh, you can send uh through to like smaller spaces who can so he can do something to help you get through like the level or through the area um and he can like interact with other things uh in the world so um in that sense it almost gave me a little bit of uh last guardian vibes because i don't know if it was maybe just like the made-up language that he had when he was like talking to the the cat-like creature but it was like it sounded similar to that man last guardian such a good game team ico needs to is that what it's called team ico i think so they need to make another game um if they still exist what happened to those guys (laughs) uh so then devolver digital did their thing yeah, really weird. I mean, I, it's Devolver Digital, so you expect it to be weird, but um, they had Pseudo51 there. That was cool. Uh, and he was, like, trapped in a robot, basically. Um, yeah, so, like, previous years, I have enjoyed this. Not necessarily the comedy they try to do, but, like, they've had interesting games. And this one, we were talking about yeah. before we started recording, was very games light. I feel like they only showed, like, four or five yeah. games overall. It was only, like, a half, I, I it was, wrote like, 28 down, minutes. 
I wrote down five games, and yeah, it was like just over 20 minutes. Yeah. And it was mainly just them doing like a really weird like sketch that I just didn't understand. Which that's fine. If like they're they're known for their weird stuff. I actually I like kind of liked the one where they were all eating hot dogs. I thought that was weird and amusing. Well yeah, that was funny. I, I'm not like I didn't laugh at this one. No. Uh but you know that's fine. I'm I'm all about them being creative and getting to do this every year and bringing back the actors. That's all cool. But I I I don't know, man. I feel like you have to also they play didn't bring more. the games. Yeah, you got to play more than five trailers, you know. Yeah, uh, and there was some like there was one cool one in here that I thought. Oh, I'm uh, interested to see which one you thought was cool. But they started off with Cult of the Lamb, which is coming August 11. Do you care about no that game? No, I don't. Uh, and then they they went to Angerfoot. Uh, actually, that one kind of seemed cool. You're, I thought you're this was the one like you were going to say. Yeah, I, I thought this was kind of interesting. Yeah, you're almost like a green alien looking character. It seemed like a hotline like Miami style thing, but first person. Yeah, and you're like kicking doors down and kicking enemies, and you're Wait. like, you do have a gun, it seems like. And is it Hotline Miami? Is that the Or is that the movie I'm thinking of? What game? Is it Hotline Miami? Yeah, that's the top down twin stick shooter. What's the movie? Uh, Miami, Miami Connection. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, okay, keep going. Yeah, Hotline Miami. <laughs> uh, and then they showed a trailer for Card Shark, which I believe is already out. Yeah, this. Uh, uh, I don't super care about this. I have to say. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Um, and the one that I kind of liked was the Plucky Squire. Ah, which... yes, this was interesting. Yeah, so it starts off and it looks like uh, a storybook and you're like kind of looking down at the page of the book and it's like sitting on a desk or something and you're in like what appears to be like a kid's room. Um, And then eventually you're basically controlling the character running around through the different pages and each page has sort of a different sort of environment and um, sometimes even a different perspective. Like sometimes it's side scrolling and sometimes it's like more third person. And then you like the character jumps out of the book and he's just like on the desk in the room and you're like uh, maybe exploring the room. Like I'm not even sure where it goes. From yeah. There, and it but... seems like you could jump into other 2D areas. Like there's a part where you were on a mug. Yeah. Kind of, and... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Made me think of uh, Super Mario Odyssey when you go into those yes. like 2D sections, like the pixel. Very similar style. to that. I'm sure it was inspired by something like that. Sure. But yeah, um, this seemed cool to me. I kind of like the art style as well. Yeah, the um, 3D parts looked almost not photorealistic, but it, they were very like almost tilt shift where it was uh, you got yeah. the real scale of it. Like it really did feel like you were a small thing in a big room. Yeah, I, so I thought the this was maybe the coolest thing that they showed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they did show Skate Story, I think was the name oh, of it. Oh, that was also interesting. Yeah, you're so yeah. you're a demon made of glass and pain, as I recall, and you have you must yeah. skate. Yeah. You must skate. I did think the art style of it was really cool yeah. and the music was good. Um and yeah, you're skating around. Uh I'm not super into skateboarding games, yeah. which is maybe the only reason why I would hesitate on this one, but um yeah, it looked cool. And then I think if you like fall, you since you're made of glass, you just like break. Shatter. So maybe there's like, I don't know, some sort of roguelike element. I'm not sure, but 
But yeah, um, I and uh, that was it. That was all they had. <laughs> it was mostly the sketches, which is whatever. But um, yeah, I would I would maybe give this one a C. I have to say, mm-hmm. I don't know if we need to rate all of them as they come along, but um, definitely yeah. I was expecting a little bit more because De- Devolver Digital usually has at least one thing that I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty cool, and I I mean the door kicker thing was interesting and uh. The glass. Plucky Squire. Yeah, the Plucky Squire was cool, but I don't know, man. It was also just like, it started and ended super quick. I felt like it had just begun as they were yeah. rolling credits. And I know their show is usually shorter than most of the other ones because they're like just one publisher. Yeah. Uh, but usually they bring more games and it's a little, like there's more trailers. And um, I remember Devolver in the past couple of years being one of the more interesting shows not just for like the sketch and the acting they're doing but because they've got like they bring a bunch of really cool looking Mm. games um and this year not so much i was watching the comments too and everybody was like is that it like is it (laughs) over like what um so yeah maybe we're still in a, a phase where pandemic has slowed down development so. cycles yeah. and they just were didn't have as much to show this year but they still wanted to do something for summer games fest so speaking of summer games fest looking forward uh tomorrow i don't believe there, or there's the geeked week the netflix geeked week i think is happening tomorrow i don't know if i'm gonna watch that but i might look at like a recap and then yeah. Saturday, there's some stuff that I think they're not affiliated with Summer Games Fest, but they are happening. Uh, there's a, a Wholesome Direct, which I don't believe is affiliated with uh, Summer Games Fest, uh, and a couple other things. And then Sunday is the Xbox Bethesda, but I guess it's not the whole thing, because this week they said, oh, wait, there's going to be a part two on, I think, Tuesday of the next week, uh, which... I don't know. What was your take on this? You think they're doing like a Nintendo Treehouse style thing with stuff they talk about on Sunday? Like they'll reveal it on Sunday and then the Tuesday thing is like going into more depth about it? I would love that if they borrowed a a page from Nintendo's playbook and did that. But That's the vibe I got, um, but I don't know. Maybe they just had too much stuff so they had to break it up. I'm still unclear. My thought was maybe they're doing like the traditional like Xbox showcase on Sunday and then this or maybe the other way around. But like the the second one is going to be all Bethesda. Oh, Um, so you think we give them more time to show Starfield and Redfall and whatever else they're they're working on? Because they did also just release like a, a. an expansion for ESO and they've got fallout new uh, 76 going. And I don't know. I feel like they've got a couple other things in the works as well. Yeah. That is a lot to cram into one show that is only probably going to be like two hours, especially if you are trying to, to still allow for the deep dive that Bethesda is known for with its, you know, big upcoming game. Um, And there was a, a story I saw recently where I'm going to like butcher the wording of it, but they, they said basically that they expect Starfield to be like that big cornerstone game for them. Like Skyrim has been for however long, you know, they expect that to be like the, the big Bethesda game. And they've not really talked about game releases in that 
way for a number of years, I feel like. I saw something. So, Okay. I saw TikTok. And I don't know where oh. it got its information. Uh, but this TikTok claimed that in Starfield, you will not be able to climb ladders. Does this matter? Well, it's just, it's, it's uh, I guess, uh, indicative of the engine. Because in no previous Elder Scrolls games or any Bethesda game, have you been able to climb ladders? Um, not, a, not a mechanic in particular I would miss yeah. from a game. Just a uh, weird whoa, quirk. Well, what was that? Uh, there isn't there like a developer that like is extremely against having ladders in games because it oh. like forces you to like get on a thing that you can only move in one direction and you can't really aim or shoot or do anything else. And it just I would like, robs that. you robs you of all of your like movement mechanics and it's abilities. True. And it's just sort of a like boring bit of gameplay that you can find other workarounds to avoid. That's true. I mean, um, there's merit to that argument. Yeah. So I kind of agree with that case. I don't know which, I don't recall which developer said that, but I agree. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I do have my concerns about the engine that they're working with and, um, so it'll be interesting to see what they have We to shall show. see. Uh, I don't know when the next time we're going to record is. I don't know if we're going to wait to see the thing on Tuesday now that there's an extra Bethesda slash Microsoft thing or if we're going to do something this weekend. But Yeah, maybe uh, we can do like a part one, part two yeah. type of a thing. And you never know. My, uh, Nintendo might still reveal that there's going to be a direct next week. We can only hope, but it would be very nice to see. Yeah. Uh, so we'll keep Hold our ears hope for Nintendo ground. for sure. But yeah, uh, this was just a quick little impromptu. We had to, it was necessary to it get together. It was necessary. And we yes. had to talk about this, so I'm glad we did. I am as well. And I, I don't know that we will do episodes for stuff like the PC game show and like the, yeah. what's whatever the other one was. But I do think those shows are exciting and still fun. Well, it'll to watch, all we'll maybe. wrap. I mean, unfortunately, it isn't like E3s have passed where we could do a, a, one recording per show because. There's just not that many shows, and we kind of have to. If they, if all of them are similar to this Games Fest one, we're gonna want a couple of them to talk about because they're gonna contain stuff that we don't really care about. Yeah, so it, it might be the case where we for sure do Xbox Bethesda, yeah, and then we'll do like sort of a, a wrap type of a show like next week, yeah, um, just to talk about overall everything else in one go. But I think that's going to do it for at least this part of the Game Fest uh, talk thing that we've done, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and follow us on uh, all the things Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter at Starside Cafe. I almost said Starside Chat. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the podcast. You can search for that on your podcast app of choice. You're probably already listening to it if you're hearing this, so... Uh, yeah, we will catch you on the next one. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.